0: Weer veel bewolking en buien, vanmiddag ook wat zon. Dat wordt maximaal 15 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal.
1: Als je nog nooit een HIV-test hebt gedaan... of het is alweer een tijd geleden... dan is het tijd om een test te doen. Je kunt gratis getest worden... via Checkpoint Amsterdam. Gewoon comfortabel vanuit je eigen huis. We hebben gratis HIV-selftests... die makkelijk te gebruiken zijn... en binnen een paar seconden een accurate uitslag geven. Als je wilt kunnen we, ter ondersteuning, je tegelijkertijd online begeleiden. Al onze testen zijn volledig vertrouwelijk. Als je 18 jaar of ouder bent, kun je een gratis HIV-test bestellen op elk adres in Nederland. Kijk op gratishivtest.nl voor meer informatie en het bestellen van je test. niger on radio Razo every, every monday, monday from, from six o'clock, o'clock to ten o'clock in, in the morning for your spiritual lessons and upliftment for
2: community news your interviews special requests and orders tune into 105.2 megahertz eta and 103.8 megahertz on cable we delight and entertain you
3: Hey, we, we also have more stuff coming your way. way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters.
2: For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and, and entertain you. Voice of Nigeria Niger on Radio Raso every, every Monday from day. 6 to 10 a.m. Russell!
4: Voice of Ninja is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. Yeah, we can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us to Today, right now at 6 846 That's 6 Voice of Ninja. Your place to advertise. Dear loved ones, when the fearsome news of the corona pandemic broke, public health professionals promptly prescribe three core safety measures to protect each of us against the virus. These are wearing of protective masks, keeping a social distance of 1.5 metres in our households where possible, at church, the market, in shops or other public spaces, washing our hands regularly with soap or sanitising our hands with disinfectant gel. It is also advised we stay at home when convenient, get tested free of charge with or without symptoms and preferably self-isolate when needed. We are no longer in normal times. The things we are used to, the large in-person congregations, the funerals, the parties and the likes have now become super spreaders of the deadly virus. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Coronavirus is real and highly contagious. The interests of the community and society at large will be best served if we all observe the basic safety protocols and refrain from the large gatherings until it becomes safe again for such social activities. Let's be our brother's keeper and celebrate the gallant ones among us, those on the front lines, those in self-isolation to keep the rest of us safe, those battling for their lives the scientists, the health experts and importantly too, remember those we have lost and the families grieving. Be part of concerted efforts to stop further spread of the deadly virus and save more lives. Protecting one another together against corona. This message is brought to you by the Focus Group on Corona Awareness for the Ghanaian community in Amsterdam and supported by the City of Amsterdam.
3: To you have blessed good morning once again from the studios of Russell. This is ready, voice of Niger coming to you this glorious morning, the beginning of a new week. Shall we pray, and Lord, we give you the praise and the thanks for. An Another day, another opportunity to savor the breath of life and everything that you have blessed us with. Thank you for everyone out there, especially those who are receiving this broadcast right now. Touch their lives, bless their lives, do them good, protect and help us all. In the name of Jesus, thank you for this broadcast, uh, for everything we're going to be doing here today, that it shall touch lives, bless lives. Help us all. We sanctify the atmosphere, the cable lines, and every channel communication with the blood of Jesus. So we pray that everything that goes out shall be wholesome, shall be helpful in the name of Jesus. Thank you one more time. Hallelujah. I would like to bring to you the sum, some for the day. This is taken from some forty nine, some forty nine. He says, Hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline mine ear to a parable, and I will open my dark-saying upon the harp. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when the iniquity of my hills shall compass me about? They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, not give to God a ransom for him i want to just pause here and just uh, give a little uh on this particular verse it is very a notable one because it says no one can by any means redeem his or her brother and let me just add uh, verse 8 it says for the redemption of their soul is precious and it ceases forever, that he should live forever and not see corruption. In other words, nobody can use material wealth to extend their lives, extend their health, extend anything that life bestows upon them. You cannot, you know, use what you have, What you have acquired to extend it. In other words, the things that we enjoy that is life, health, strength, soundness of mind, and uh, you know, the essential things that give us uh, a sense of well being, who we are, and all that. I mean, life in essence really is an inestimable gift. Because we cannot influence it, extend it, enlarge it, or do any other thing to it, it's coming from a source beyond us. And we have to acknowledge and give thanks to the giver of that gift. And so, it calls for everyone be very circumspect about life, the gift of life. It is a gift indeed because we didn't buy no can buy no can pay for it no can modify it you know essentially so i need you to reflect on this I appreciate god every day of your life every day you wake up and you see you are okay you can breathe in breathe out effortlessly give thanks to god I appreciate him for the free gift of life. Because when the time comes when it's taken away, you cannot say, no, I'm not going to give it back. I'm going to appreciate God. That is a message for now. you being blessed by this inspirational gospel tunes as you know this is our inspirational segment we'll be getting ready to bring to you a word of visitation uh dubbed the miracles of jesus so stick around and be blessed the miracles of Jesus.
2: for this wonderful moment the privilege that you've given unto us to share the word of God to all our listeners all over the world Father we appreciate it and we ask that your power comes with your word touch lives, change people, transform them and draw us all closer to yourself so that we will know that which is your acceptable will for us and be able to pursue them in this very new week you've given unto us we thank you Lord and we bless you for your word as it comes in the mighty name of Jesus
5: we ask you
2: Amen well, I welcome us all to this uh, miracle uh, time we call it a uh, miracle The miracles of Jesus. So it's a time when I try to share the Word of God and uh, let every person that is outside there know that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He changes not. If you really believe in His Word and you act according to His Word, you will activate His miracles all around you. With God, all things are possible. So it doesn't really matter the situation that is confronting you. As the Word of God comes now, just take it as a part of instruction to your personal life. There's no thing that you will lose when the Word of God comes and you are tuning to listen. Rather, it will make you, it will lift you up, it will encourage you, and it will put you on the right Track. So as it comes now, just accept it and use it for the glory of His name. Hallelujah. The, I'm going to talk about something that is always too common in our lips, And uh, we talk about it almost every day. And most of the time we don't know the cost of it. So this morning the Lord woke me up and He said to me, speak about this. The cost of hatred. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> the cost of hatred. Now, I'm going to open up your eyes to see few things which you do not really know about um, hatred. I personally never knew that it was costly. Because when I listen to people uh, and when people are making, uh, want to complain to me or they want to uh, bring another person to talk about what somebody else has done to them, you know, as a minister, you always put your ear down to listen to people. And then you see believers talking, I just hate this sister. I just hate this man. I just hate this uh, woman. I just hate this child. I just hate this. And I go about to say, what? When you go about hating people this way, I mean, it's a very strong word to use that if actually we become mature in the things of the Lord, we will dare not be using that word. So as the word comes to elevate you, I pray that this what called hatred would no more be something that you easily speak out from your own lips of clay, minimize or stop it, put a stoppage to it, and, and choose a better, choose a lighter word to use than to say, I hate this person. Of course, we are permitted to hate one thing, and that is sin. But apart from sin, any other thing, you are not authorized to hate every gaming man. So one fateful day, I said to myself, I was just going uh, to, 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 to buy hatred. I just want to go and buy it because I wanted to know the cost of hatred. So I somehow decided to branch into a shop where I know that this very shop deals with hatred, and can really sell hatred to the quantity that I would want. So the moment uh, this um, uh, seller, who, who I know is a, a real business person, I don't want to use man or woman, so spotted that I was at the vicinity of, of their shop, quickly ran to me and then I wound up my car, I uh, the glass of my car, I said, I would want to buy something from you this wonderful day. He quickly uh, rushed and he asked me, What do you think you want to buy? Because you don't normally come to my shop. I said, business person. Thank you. Uh, it's like I thought you would be so busy not to know all the people that normally come to your shop. But today, please permit me, I've come to your shop. I want just a cup of heat <laughs> He just looked at me and uh, went, glared at me and then said, hmm, and sighed heavily. He said, Hmm, a cup of hatred? You said just a cup of hatred? I said, yes. He smiled again and he asked, do you think you can afford a whole cup of hatred? I said, how much does it cost? "Mm." He took a deep breath and started telling me the cost of just a cup of hatred. Now listen. It started from the first list. It says, it will first of all take your inner peace. I said, what? Hatred take your, will surely take your inner peace. And when you do not have it means you are confused. If you as a believer would not have peace for a moment, it means that you will be confused for the whole year. Because lack of peace brings a lot of disaster in a home, in a society, in a community. I say, just a cup of hatred? I say, yes! You will not have peace, you will have incurable worries. That means your worries will range from the known to the unknown. You will just have an alert of worriedness all the time. Boop, 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 alert. You know, you will be alerted all the time because series of worries series of things you've not yet accomplished, series of problems which you have not yet got the solution to, will just continue to alert you. This guy said to me, a cup of hatred will eat up your heart. Mm. that means there will be no more space for me to have a Other thing apart from hatred, so my total heart will be occupied by hatred. So I'll go about fuming around, trying to know to know what the person I have hated is doing. If I hear any little progress in their side, I will double my hatred. If I hear any sound of laughter from their side, I will feel like just killing myself. If I just hear somebody saying good about that person I've hated, oh, it would be like I'm being grounded. You see? So my whole heart will just be occupied on just one issue. Hating the person, hating and trying to make sure that that person, I don't think anything good about that person. So while I'm busy not wanting to think good about this person, I'm 24-7 so overwhelmed with worriedness, and at the same time, I have no more peace. Hmm. I took a deep breath. I said, Tell me more. He turned the second page of his note, he continued. He said, You will be deeply Bitter whenever you set your eyes on the person you hate. And you have seen now that the wall, even though we will say it's big, yet it's very small. So if I will be deeply embittered anytime I set my eyes on the person I hate, then you will not tell me how you'll be able to cope up if the person you have hated is in the same house with you. If, ah, the worst part is to help, to hate your spouse. Hate your children. Some will say, I just hate my second daughter. Or I hate my first. Oh, what a shame. Some will say, I hate somebody in my working place. How? And that is where you go to spend eight to nine hours every day. So now, can you imagine how in your heart will be will be and how it will be panting so heavily just when that person you've hated pass your face. Maybe going to the restroom or going to take a cup of coffee and you are walking all in the same place. Or those of you who say you go to the same church and then you have categorized the sort of people you will love and the sort of people you will hate. And then you go to church only to go and sit miserably. Even when you are dancing within your handkerchief, it just reflects that you are in competition. You show that you are just dancing to show. Not to praise God, but you are dancing to show. Oh my God. When a pastor in the pop- uh, who's supposed to stand and bring the word of God that will set people free, now is Hateful, then you could see the sort of vermin that will be coming out from the pulpit. He will narrate all every story just to undermine the set of people he has hated in his church and the ones that he has not hated. If he forgot that he's feeding every one of them with pain and bitterness, oh. The last thing he told me that shook me, and I couldn't even wait anymore. It wasn't the last. But I told myself, no, no, no. I can't continue to listen. He said, when others are celebrating, you will always be looking for why that person doesn't deserve that celebration. Eh? Like uh, that uh, that man that hated Mordecai in the book of, Esther. Do you remember? Hey man How how he hated Modekiah. So no matter how other people were hailing him when he comes to the gate of the king and when he is right on his donkey or his horse, you know, when the king has elevated him to be the second in command, yet he was not satisfied because of just one Modekiah that was not bowing to him. So hatred will make you not to see anything good anymore around you except just observing that person who you hate. And then when they are heaping honors on that person, it's like you just want to take your life. Mm -mm -mm. I believe that many who are listening to me right now, you can identify with what I'm trying to, to say when I went to buy just a cup of hatred. This business seller told me you will become so weak and tired of seeing the person. In other words, I will be wishing that the person dies. Have you ever thought about hatred? Just a cup of hatred giving you all of this havoc, which I am mentioning. Because it's very easy for us to say, I hate this person, but we have not thought it very deeply to see the consequences of what that word can mean to us before the people we are trying to give it to. So, this businessman told me, whenever the person I hate laughs, I will be crying. I said, how? He said, yes, that's the way. Because you've been so connected in hating that person. So even if that person is not in your vicinity and he is doing something that is bringing laughter to him, you will feel it. You will see that you will just remember and you will sigh. Your soul will be connected to the person's soul and you will only sigh. You only ease. Have you have you have you been in the midst of joy and all of a sudden you remember what you didn't really feel like remembering and then your face changed and then you see yourself remembering a past relationship that dumped you remembering your husband your past husband uh, you know ex-husband that could not uh, take you as something, and then even when the recent one is lavishing you with love, you cannot, you are not able to receive, because you are still focused on the one that dumped you, looking for a way to revenge. So, he said to me, while others are busy planning their future, you will be busy looking for how to pull the person you love, you hate down. So while people are planning how they can go to the next level of their life, those who have gone to buy a cup of hatred only spend their time thinking of how to pull other people down. Do you see why the wicked people in our villages don't prosper? Do you see why from time to time they're only looking for the downfall of they not innocent to us. Do you see why they don't sleep and they become nocturnal beings walking in the night when nobody will see them just to go into witch doctors' homes just to go and prepare some concussion which will take effect in the morning? While others are thinking on how to send their children to school, go abroad and learn, these wicked folks, they are only thinking of how to poison them. How they can go to where they are doing any event so they can poison them. So they think of nothing good apart from evil. What a horrific way of living life. It is so and then he said, my new to be you will die before your time and go to hell just because you refused to keep the commandment of your God. I said, "Eh?" so the seller was still busy counting what a cup of hatred would cost me when I shunned him realizing how expensive hatred is. I drove off. I left the scene immediately and then went a- for further packed my car. You know, I had to break down very deep because I realized I cannot afford it to buy even a cup of hatred. I-, I told myself that I refused to pay such a huge amount when i can love easily <laughs> brethren or whoever have listened to me i encourage you this hour uh, never to allow anybody to bring you to a point of hatred <laughs> because it is too exorbitant for you to afford Why would you want to useless your life with all of these things I have mentioned that gives you palpitation of heart, that takes away your joy, takes away your peace, takes away your future? Why would you want to give up all of this when you could have easily loved? Now, let me let me use some scriptures to buttress. Why you should not go to the shop to buy hatred any further? I don't know where you've been going and where you've been sitting, and then they've been marketing and selling it. They package it in such a way that it looks very enticing. Please, never you, never spend any Ah. cent in buying any cup of hatred. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 John, chapter 4, please go with me quickly. First John is in the New Testament. The Bible says from verse 19 and 21, He says, We love him because he first loved us. If a man says, I love God, and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath not seen, how can he love God when he had not seen him? and this commandment have way from him that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. So do you see that? if you cannot love your brother who you are seen then there is no need to say you love God because you're seen. So we are commanded to love because loved us. Think about the time when you are safe with iniquity. God sent forth his only begotten Son by the name of Jesus to come and die for us so that we can be reconciled with him. God did not abandon us in the hand of the devil. He did not abandon us on the table of fornication, on the desk of abortion. God did not abandon us when we were murderers. God did not abandon us. He did not pay us evil for evil. He had compassion. As much as he loved us, even at the depth of our sin. We are commanded to love others in some way. If you cannot love your brother, who is physically present, you cannot love God, who you don't see. So those of you who go about having me list of people of who are in your blacklist. You say they did this to me last year. They did this to you two years ago. They spoke to my mother this way, and my uncle treated my mother this way. You are wasting your time. You see, if you look at your life, and you, you look at you look at the truth I've just unveiled now, you will find out that most of the things I've made mention about lack of joy. You don't have. You don't you have it. Lack of peace. You have it? Strange sicknesses walking in your body. Incurable sicknesses. Palpitation of heart. You are not joyful when others are rejoicing. You see that these are all marks of what? Hallmarks for those who hate. So you better repent. You better repent before this thing costs you. be grooming, could be grouping like a blind person. Year in, year out, 2019 is about to come to an end again. It just remains about four months. And you go about grouping, you find this business, yeah, yeah, yeah. You find another business, yeah, yeah, yeah. You find another business, yeah, 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 yeah. Every day you just group. You're not able to accomplish one single thing in a year. Like a blind person who cannot see. Why? Because the darkness that is in you is so plenty for not loving your own brother. Hey, the last scripture, first place. First John chapter 3.
5: <clears throat> first
2: John chapter 1, verse 6 have fellowship with them and walk in darkness, we lie and do not have the truth. So we cannot be deacons and elders in our respective churches and you are hating somebody, you are a hater. We cannot occupy those positions and yet people ask them for a release, for us to just release them from our heart and we are not ever. It means we can never have fellowship with Christ. Why? Because we are walking in darkness. The truth is not in us. Oh, brethren, we are not permitted. Hate the only time we are to hate is that we have to what hate sin. Psalm 97 verse 10. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. Hello. Say I will hate evil from henceforth. Say I will hate evil from henceforth. Ha! Proverbs 13 verse 5: A righteous man hated lies. Do you see that? Uh, say, I will hate lies. Right. So that's the time you're only permitted to hate. You're not permitted to hate a human being, but you are permitted to hate lies. You are permitted to hate evil. From today, child of God, I encourage you to love God with all your heart and do everything to keep His statue. Do everything to avoid hating other people. It doesn't matter. Offenses are yet about to come. But do not be the one through which it will come. And also do not be the one who will practice the outcome of it. outcome of offense leads to insult. People, people will insult you. People will talk evil about you. People will hate you. They will isolate from you. But let those things not make you to ever hate anybody. I want to pray for somebody who have identified with this word of exhortation this day. And you want to be set free from the spirit of hate. Lift up your hand right now and, and put it on your chest. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your word that have come. It has touched me. And I confess that I have been living in hate. Forgive me for hating other people. If you can, please mention those people's names. Say, Lord, forgive me for hating them. Give me a new heart that I may love them. Though it may be difficult, help me by your Spirit to love them and never to remember what they have done to me any further. I thank you that your spirit will heal me and give me a fresh new beginning from this moment. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you have afraid that prayer, be sure that any
6: questions regarding renting and living. Do so you have questions about the amount of your rent, overdue maintenance, your lease and our service costs? Call or email.
3: the miracles of jesus as an exhortational word i hope you are blessed by that and you decided never to buy a cup of hatred you stand by uh, in the next few moments we'll have the news and then we'll be heading to our segment And gentlemen, and welcome to the show. My name is Apostle Larry Dokino. You know. This is Radio Voice of Niger. <laughs> With this beautiful reggae song, I would like to welcome you to our uh, second and final segment for today. I
7: was in the world. <laughs>
3: we have a very important uh, program this morning. We're we'll going to be talking about the mega windmills that are about to flood southeast.
8: To so
7: never, never to and never
3: and uh, it's come to a point where people who live in southeast must be aware of what's happening around them and also have a say but well, the question is, do you care about your health and about your environment? Well, there's a move to install some windmills, large or what we call mega windmills in parts of the southeast uh, for energy de- generation. But the problem is that these machines will be close to living areas or in even some of the living areas and they'll be posing some health and environmental risks to all of us. So if you care about it, this is your time. Tune in and invite somebody to join us well. And let's discuss this matter together. I have a special guest who will be, um, you know, rubbing minds with me on this matter. On this note, I would like to check if my guest is online. Uh, Mark, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. How are you? Fine, fine. Welcome. Welcome to the studio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my guest this morning is Mark Baka. I hope I pronounced that last name correctly. Um, That's right. Yes. Uh, He is a teacher. Uh, here in Southeast, I uh, understand, at uh, the OSB, Bioma. So and uh, he will be telling us a little bit more about himself. Hey, Wherever what you are, I needed to know this is your show. And you are very much a part of it. And make sure you are a part of it. The studio line, as usual, is 020 737 1619. And uh, we are broadcasting live on the cable 103.0. MHz on cable and then on ETAP 105.2 MHz.
2: Awesome.
3: Very good. So, Mac, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, I hope you're doing good. The family,
0: everything around you. Yeah, we're fine. Thank you. Thank you for hosting me today. On this very important matter. Excellent. Well, actually, we
3: kind of uh, got to know each other just about last week um, during the pastoral meeting. And that was when I became aware of this issue. So I thought, well, uh, it's very important that we all kind of lend a hand and throw our weight behind it. And let's deal with this matter properly. And uh, it's quite amazing that uh, a lot of things have been going on regarding this matter that most people are not aware of. And that is why we want to lend this uh, medium to making our people aware about the goings on. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for a living.
0: Yeah, well, as you said, I'm a high school teacher and uh, I work at a high school in, uh, in the Belmar. I'm 43 years old. And uh, my fantastic wife and me, we have uh, three children. Well, wow. And two of them visit uh, the Basisschool Morgenster near Holendrecht. So yes. So they are at school today. Okay. And then I have a daughter of 12. She's at school in town. Okay.
3: Wonderful. Excellent. Excellent. I, I, I hear you are a Christian too. You are a Christian also, I hear.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. We... Uh, my wife and me, we, uh, we visit Oosterparkkerk. It's in, in the east of Amsterdam near the OVG Hospital. Okay. And um, we have been living now in Amsterdam for almost 20 years. Wow,
3: well, amazing. Okay, now let's get to yeah. business. <laughs> Can you give us some headlines about this upcoming protest, which uh, you are a part of, that is coming up on Saturday, the 22nd of May. Why do we need to protest? You had uh, quite a few already but what is this one about
0: yeah this is a good question because uh we are not against uh, the energy transition we are uh, totally uh of course we are aware of the need to 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 make a green transition and we need green energy but you also need to think very carefully about the places you build mega windmills And these windmills are going to be 150 meters high. So that Mm. is really very large Mm. and they are going to be built very near people's homes. So that's why we are protesting.
3: But why why would they choose to build this so close to residential areas? I thought you said, this is something I built way far in the sea, you know. Yeah. You know, these places that are not really inhabited. So why are they choosing to build this in the midst of, uh, you know, where people live?
0: Yeah, uh, it surprised me too. Because first I thought, well, it's not going to be a very big deal uh, and we need the energy and uh, we all want to, uh, uh, to to make the world better. Of course, we want this. Um, and the council has the same uh, goal, of course. They want to make the energy transition and they want to make the world better, of course. Mm. That's what I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, But the problem is here, if you uh, leave this to councils throughout the country, they are all going to build windmills. Yes. And if you want to make a windmill more efficient, you need to make it higher and bigger. Okay. So that's a problem. And um, building them on the sea is a better idea, I believe. But it's also more expensive, they say. Uh, So it's easier for, for councils to build them on land. Um but the problem of course is in Amsterdam and in most parts of Holland uh people live there. We are a very dense populated country already. Yes. Wow. Well ladies and gentlemen. So, the problem is actually, yeah. they all all councils, uh, it's it's not only Amsterdam, it's also Oude Kerk aan de Amstel and Ronde Vene, which uh is Meidrecht. Uh, they also want to build uh, very large windmills. And uh, they're going to also build it uh, in residential areas? Yeah, the Council of Amsterdam is now looking at three parts in uh, southeast. So if you look on the map, um, you can uh, you can see that they are looking at uh, the Gaspel Plus Gein. Mm-hmm. They are also looking at the areas around Bullewijk... And around Holendrecht. So if they put up those uh, enormous windmills there, people in Bullenwijk, Holendrecht, but also near Gein and also Kantershof uh, are going to be very, be very largely affected by them.
3: Right, right. Okay, but before we get into discussing uh, the mm-hmm. location of those, uh, the proposed location of those windmills, uh, let's look at first of all. Um, uh, since when this this whole plan, you know, began to become an issue? When did they really in, start discussing? Uh, setting up these windmills uh, uh, in these locations. How long has it been, and uh, who are, who do you think are the people behind? I mean, pushing for it uh, mm. to be done
0: in the residential areas. Mm. I think the plan is uh, already two or three years old, yes. um, but. I don't know exactly when it was first published mm. on the, on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, me myself, I got aware about it when I saw the protests uh, people organized in uh, the parts North and Eiberg. Okay. Maybe you saw them on television as well or on uh, eighty five. I don't know. No, I didn't so that's when was. I got aware. Mm-hmm. And then I found out, together with my neighbors, yes. uh, and a lot of people in my neighborhood, that they are looking now at the part of town which we call South Oost, eh, which is the Belmer. Yeah. And they're not they're not only looking uh, in the area where I live, Gein, but they're also looking at Bullewijk and Holendrecht. So mm-hmm. it's going to be surrounding South Oost.
3: Right, 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 right. Now, uh, so it looks like the council didn't seek proper consent because normally when, when certain things like this are going to be done, I think the sample opinion, they give people a chance to respond or to react to some of these plans. But why have they not used the, 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 the shall I call it, due process to, to make sure that people are in agreement with this initiative? Have they exhausted all those avenues? Did you hear my question, uh, Mark?
0: No, not entirely. I think the connection is not very well here. I am going to shut down my Wi-Fi. Uh, so maybe it's going to be better. One moment, please. Okay, sure. Well, whilst we're waiting for Mark to sort
3: himself out, let's just uh, listen to me, Pastor Kofi. Go! Talking about um, the coming of uh, mega wind turbines to southeast, and what is uh, troubling about it is that it's coming to residential areas, which is quite uh, absurd. I'm not i no question of hearing anything like that, but why they would want to do this? We want to clarify this whole thing uh, and then you know give uh, also input on it. So if you are listening to this program and you want to know more about it or you want to have a say, please uh, join us and give us a call on the studio line 20 We'll be more than glad to, to take your point of view and also to take you along in this discussion.
0: All right, are you back, Mark? Yeah, I hope so. I when I switched off my uh, Wi-Fi, um, the connection got lost at all. So maybe we need to make an audio call. Well, let's Could carry
3: be on better? this. Let's carry on this way uh, since we don't have okay, too much time. Right. Yeah, let's just yeah. carry on. Okay, um, I was saying that normally when a government is about to do something, uh, whatever, maybe a new law or new project or something like that in an area. People's inputs are taken into consideration. Uh, they get people's opinion and stuff like that. But why didn't they you know, follow the due process in this case?
0: Well, asking the question is almost answering it. I mean, if you ask people close to a, a mm. very large windmill, yeah. um, what do you think about putting up a windmill near your home? They're yeah. all going to say well i don't think so so that's why they didn't do that i think that's what i guess mm. um they put the information on their website but they didn't uh, make a lot of fuss about it um there was a letter to uh, to residents but it was not spread in our neighborhood mm. we asked around to a lot of people did you get the letter and they all said no uh, yeah. So that's Gein three and four. Yeah, and then I noticed that uh, people in Reigersbos did get the letter, okay. um, but they are farther, further away from the windmills. All right, but yeah, but they're still close enough. Uh, Unfortunately, but the, the council did inform other neighborhoods, but not the neighborhoods that are uh, most severely affected by it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I didn't see anything like myself. So, um, mm. uh, yeah, so live in boulevard area, so I didn't see nothing. Mm. Mm. Um, wow, 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 wow. Uh, this is not a light matter, and I think everybody should be aware of it and let's raise our voices and you know give our opinion uh, regarding this matter. Um, mm-hmm. now, now, is it true that other parts of Amsterdam have already rejected this installation? I think you mentioned IJburg and, uh, North. Noord. yeah so, they did. Okay. So they were in a phase like this, and uh, when the issue came up, they all, you know, raised a protest. They said, no, they didn't want it.
0: Yeah. You asked me, who is pushing this? It's the party of GroenLinks. Uh oh, um, GroenLinks. They, yeah, they have a wethouder, Marike van Doornink, and it's her plan. Yeah to put up the windmills, and she's very much um, uh, propagating it, of course. Yeah. Um, but her voters are mainly living on Iyburg, too. So yeah. when Iyburg protested, yeah. it, that scared her off, of course.
8: Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm afraid that that's the main reason why they are looking at South uh, at South Oost right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, so, we don't want to they be victimized either. from north and mm-hmm. uh, and Eiburg, and now they're coming to south Well, we have to scare them away as well from here. Yeah, I
3: hope so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we should. We should. Yeah. Uh, so whoever you are, if you're listening to this program, please, we need you. You need your input on this matter, and don't keep quiet. And we need to have a say. Very, very important. Now, now uh, um, so let's talk about uh, um, what is really, if we talk about, okay, green energy, like you said in the beginning, it looks fine. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Um, okay, but what is wrong with them going, having to put these uh, turbines, wind turbines in residential areas? Let's look at why it's not a good idea. Can we look a bit into that aspect?
0: Yeah, let's try. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be a lot of uh, noise pollution. Mm-hmm. Um, the people near to the, to the mills, yeah. about uh, 300, 500 meters, are going to have a lot of noise uh, in their homes yeah. uh, and in their gardens, of course, oh, no. uh, especially on windy days. Yes, 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 yes. So when these things are turning, um, it's, it's going to be a lot of noise, yes. uh, comparable to, uh, to an airplane. Whoa. So, yeah, I so saw a lot of, um, uh, I heard a lot of uh, stories from people who lived or live near such a park with wind turbines. And they say it's almost like a plane mm. circling around your house. Really? The difference is, yeah, the difference is, they say, a plane is, a plane is leaving after a few minutes. Yes, but yes. this sound stays uh, on. Uh, keeps on going. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's there whenever the wind is blowing but it it sounds quite contradictory the gov,
3: same government that uh, you know tries to combat noise pollution now mm-hmm. it's not going to introduce one so how can they have two faces You know, uh, yeah, in this kind of matter it doesn't I, make sense I,
0: I have the same question and I don't have the answer as well I don't know, I mean why do they put the A9 in a tunnel it's going to be a very nice green park thank you very much for that but then please don't put up windmills
3: yeah well, I think we should have some of these politicians uh, in the show like this to explain to us why they are doing this kind of thing. This, uh, this kind of a, uh,
0: a thing. So,
3: hopefully, hof- hopefully we. We'll...
0: I... Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I can tell you they are going to say we all have to uh, to do our part, and uh, we all have to uh, uh, to contribute to a better world and to uh, to green energy. So that's what they're going to say. I can tell you that. Yeah, but it
3: shouldn't be at the cost of people's health and, and, and convenience and all that. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Sir. So you said noise pollution is one of the problems, why, one of the <coughs> reasons why it's not ideal to put the wind uh, mills. And yeah, there's another aspect
0: was- to the noise pollution because yeah. these things are making uh, low frequency noises yeah. uh, and this low frequency noise is going to be affecting people much farther away even. Mm-hmm. So even if you live two, kilo- two kilometers away from a windmill,
8: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to experience the low frequency of the mill. Yeah. And and if Amsterdam is going to put up three or four mills in uh, Bullewijk, then Ouderkerk is also going to do it. And Rondevene is building them too. Mm. So there there are going to be at least nine windmills there uh, and maybe 11. So it's going to be a very large turbine park. Yes. And the noise pollution is going to affect people from about two to three kilometers away, especially the low frequency noise. And the low frequency is uh, transported by the, um, uh, by the ground. So mm. it's, it's going through everything. Also yeah. your, your, your walls are not going to protect you from the low frequency.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, the, 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 so that is the environmental, I would say the mm-hmm. environmental aspect of the pollution, uh, which mm-hmm. is not good. Uh, what about health? How would it affect people's
0: health? Uh, there are different uh, arguments or different uh, reports. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for instance, it's a well-known fact that uh, sleep deprivation, uh, which you are going to get by uh, this noise, mm-hmm. uh, may lead to hypertension or depression, overweight and diabetes. Yeah. Um, these illnesses occur most frequently in densely populated neighborhoods. Already, like yes. south Oost, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. yeah. And we already have uh, some people with overweight and diabetes in Zuidoost. And mm-hmm. I think these people especially will suffer from the, from the noise of these turbines. Um, but you also have to think about our children, our pupils. I mean, I'm a high school teacher myself. And if I think of all my pupils who live in Kantershof, Gein, Holedrecht, Bullewijk, all these neighborhoods where they are living in... Um, houses which are not very well isolated i think yeah yeah they are going to suffer arrested development so it's a, it's a, it's well known that children with who suffer from uh, from uh, noise pollution suffer also from arrested development
3: yes 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 yes, yes. yes. okay now um this is uh, bad enough and i don't think uh mm. those who live inside East should be quiet or just sit by or stand by and allow mm-hmm. this to happen without challenging it. And so this is why I want to call upon everyone who is listening to this broadcast or will be listening later, please, uh, you got to respond and to react. Now, there is a protest coming up uh, in connection with this, this whole uh, campaign. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit more about it? Who is organizing it and, and what do you expect people to do?
0: Okay. On the 22nd of May, indeed, there is a, a large uh, protest on the Anton de Komplein yeah. here in the, the Bijlmer. Yeah. And uh, we are calling people from all communities in Zuidoost to, uh, to be there at, uh, uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon and to bring their neighbors and their friends yes. and their fans and their followers and their family and everyone they know to stand up against this uh, big injustice. That's right. what I consider this to be because, well, our council says we inform people and uh, they agree, but I don't think that people are informed. And I also think if they are informed very well, then they certainly don't agree. So this is a big injustice. And if we do not stand up, and uh, get up for our ride they are going to build these mega windmills around our neighborhoods yeah. the children where people live so that is why we have to raise our voice uh, me myself i'm actually not an activist i'm just a teacher and yeah. uh, i'm a father of three ch- children yeah and uh, I, I don't really like to uh, um um how do you say this to um uh th- to, to really uh, uh, to stand up. But this time I have to, because this mm-hmm. is such a big injustice. And uh-huh. I also noticed that a lot of vulnerable vulnerable people in the in South Oost, yes. uh, we have a lot of people who are busy surviving and yeah. raising their kids. Yeah. They don't even know what is coming to them. So yes. we have to tell them and they have to stand up. Absolutely. So that is why we uh, are organizing this protest.
3: Absolutely.
0: It is organized by uh, an organization which is called uh, Wind Alarm.
3: Yeah, Wind Alarm, okay.
0: Yeah, and from uh, our own neighborhood, uh, Miss Hannah Belliot and Miss Irene Geffery from the P van de A, uh, they uh, took the initiative to organize this noise demonstration on the 22nd of May. So Wind Alarm supports, uh, supports them. Um, And a lot of people who live in South Oost, they also got up, just like me, Mm -hmm. to help organize this event.
3: Very good. So what we are trying to say here in effect is that we want everyone living in South Oost to be aware of the fact that the city council plans to install some big, big windmills in our neighborhoods for the purpose of mm-hmm. generating power. But the consequence of that is that people will begin to suffer from the effects of having these noise-generating machines in their in their neighborhoods. Uh, you're going to be having perhaps uh, this kind of, I don't know, noise really it's like an, an airplane flying mm-hmm. over your house, but it just stays there and it's going to be a problem. And some people are going to be losing their sleep because of that and other health uh, issues may follow. And so this is your time to say, no, you don't want these windmills. If others in the north and Iberg uh, said no, we also can say no and let them take the project somewhere else. This is why we are calling upon everyone to arise and to say, to, to, to add their voice to this campaign. It's very, very, very important. If we don't speak up now, you forever have to hold your peace. Uh, so we want to urge everyone to get involved. Now, uh, Mark, apart from the protests, what will happen after the protests? Because uh, as it, it looks like, there has to be some kind of pressure, not just a, a, a punch, one punch and then that is it, but it has to be in such a way that the pressure has to make them budge and and, and respect our opinion. So are there follow up, uh, you know, plans regarding how to keep this pressure on until until they change their minds?
0: Well, I hope our demonstration is going to be a very loud voice and I hope our demonstration is going to be a very clear signal to the politics uh, that they cannot do this. And I hope if we stand up the 22nd of May... That the council, we which comes together to uh, decide this, at the 26th of May. So that's only four days later. Okay. Uh, that they will look at us and that they will say, or that, that they will think, yeah. okay, the people are not uh, amused about this. They don't. Yeah. They really don't want this. We cannot do this. And I hope at least that they will. Um, that they will postpone their decision. So, and if they postpone their decision, uh, then there, were, then there, we are going to have elections next year. And we, if we do not vote for links, yeah. for instance, yes. <laughs> uh, then they will have to uh, retreat their plans. That's what we hope, of course.
3: Yes, 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 yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, the protest is coming up uh, on the, on Saturday, the twenty-second. We want everybody to come out in numbers and say no to the mega windmills that they are planning to build in Southeast, because it's not really good for our health, and for our mental, you know, you uh, know, wellness and all that. We want everyone to come out and say no, make a statement. Let your voice be heard uh, so that the politicians will not take undue advantage of us. This is what it's all about. Okay, Uh, I I have one, one, maybe perhaps, I don't know whether one final question. Um, uh, Are there legal avenues also we
0: can be used to, to, to block this whole project? Yeah, that's going to be the next step, I think. Uh, First, we have to raise our voice. Yes, they do not listen to us. we yeah. we, we do we do have to consider uh, the the legal ways, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's go- it's going to cost money, of course. Yeah,
3: it's, not it's going that. to
0: be an issue, yeah. and it's going to take a long time. And yeah. we actually, we hope, of course, that if we raise our voice, they will retreat this uh, very bad plan. Yes. Yeah, that's that's our first hope. The, yeah. There's something have... we didn't say, uh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What did we say? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, we, we didn't talk about the green spaces in uh, Oost, of course. I mean, a lot of people who live in Zuidoost uh, yeah. are not going uh, on holidays. And yes. In summertime, they spend their uh, time with their children at yeah. the beaches. Uh, we have the Gasper and the Hoge Dijk. Yeah, correct. A lot of people visit those beaches. And... Um, a lot of people have their part uh, have their parties there, birthdays. Yes. Um, I mean, I live near the Gasperplas Plus Beach and if you look there on a on a sunny day, you yeah, see a lot of parties and a lot of so people. beautiful, so beautiful. Yeah, and it's very important to the people in South Oost that they have a place where they can uh, where where they can be in a green environment. And if you put up windmills there, you're going to destroy these environments of course for the people. So, if you are used to to stay at home and to celebrate your birthday and your parties uh, at the beach. Yes, it's never going to be the same. It's never. No, yeah, as absolutely. As soon as there are windmills put up. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. You look quite.
3: Uh, it won't be. It won't, it won't. I don't think it would be a good blend, in my opinion, because you're used to seeing a natural green space mm-hmm. and water. And then suddenly you see in the distance uh, some tall windmill down there, you know. uh, It doesn't mix up very well, I think. Uh, Mm. So you are saying that if they do that, it will affect also the green areas uh, in a way. And we may not be able to enjoy our outing to the parks and all that like we used to. So this is what and why it calls for us raising our voices. So on Saturday the 22nd from 2 o'clock, we expect you at the uh, Anthony, complain. Uh, we're going to raise our voices together to say no. We don't want the mega windmills in South Os. That's the message, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, and it's very important that we in South Oost also raise our voice, just like they did in Northern Eiberg. Yes. Because if we do not do, if we do, if we do not raise our voice, they are going to say, "Well, we didn't hear anything from South Oost, so they agree," which is not true, of course. Which is not true. So please be there.
3: Be there. Raise your voice. be there, raise your voice, don't sit on the fence, make your voice heard, and give your input. Let's stop this plan. Otherwise, it'll be too late. Awesome. So, on this, on this note, um, yes, I'd like to thank you, Mark. Uh, unless you have any final remarks you want to uh, put out there for to our listeners.
0: Yeah, be there at uh, Saturday the 22nd and uh, stand up for your rights because uh, there is a big injustice coming to you if you don't stand up to this. So be there.
3: Excellent. Awesome. Well, nice having you on the show and I want to wish you a, day, a good day as you carry on with your Thank class. Thank you very much. Okay.
5: Yeah.
3: And uh, success much. also you for you the day, 20, uh, Saturday and we hope to see you. Yeah, see you there. Okay, bye Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Yes.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I
3: think the message has been loud and clear. Uh, we can't allow, you know, some of the politicians to ride over our heads and uh, do what they want, you know, for political advantage. Um, we don't want those mega meals inside. It's, let them take them somewhere else. And so if you believe in what we are talking about,
5: please
3: respond, come to under the complaint on Saturday the 22nd and just add your voice. Let them know we are standing against this plan. the things we want to try also get over uh, I mean, sometimes a party you know sitting on the fence yeah this is a big a big issue so i just hope that we all will take notice and respond to it we don't want the windmills close to our living places we want to be safe want to be healthy you an excerpt from a program on tackling youth unemployment and uh, hopefully we can just spend a few minutes uh, enjoying that program before we sign off in about 20 minutes.
2: Hello, viewers. Welcome to Majestic Direction Network. Uh, my name is Tokyo. Uh, today is an exciting day. Once again, I want to say thank you for welcoming us in your homes I and mean, in any of the devices which you are using to watch this program all over the world. Remember you can always connect with us on Facebook and or uh, give us a call on the studio line which is 020 33 74160. Should you find this program very interesting, please make sure you leave your comments as well. Um today our topic is on after you can tackle employment issues with environment and role As introduction, according to the Belmont Centrum uh, area plan for 2019. Uh, the percentage of youth unemployment in this area is twice 51% the Amsterdam average, which is 24%. So there are several underlying causes of this situation, including dropping out of school, not enough protection, and an incentive for them to develop fully and well in their own among others. That being said, it's also known that there's an engaging side of their own environment that um, that is also a major factor to some of these issues. So there's a lot of internal activity also happening among the youth of Burma Central. So in this show, we'll be looking at causes of prevailing youth unemployment and how this can be uh, mitigated. Furthermore, we would like to consider possible strategies on how to turn the tide around for these youngsters. So, on the panel today, we have uh, important personalities. Mr. Jacob Wadimaya, who is the Vice Chair, Delhi Board Amsterdam Service. Welcome to this program. Thank you so much. Are you okay? Yes. Right. Now, we have a um, uh, Miss Veronica, who is African community K-Pastanity. Miss Veronica, welcome Thank to the city. Thank you university. very much. And uh, we have our own Terence Dose. Dose? Yes. Is it Dose? Dose. Dose, who is a job hunter of uh, Canadian children. Welcome. Thank you very Here. much. Yes. All right. So viewers, please feel very free, and make sure you give us a call, as we continue to dissect on these topics. I'm going to last. Are we relaxed? Of Let's. course. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, my first question um, goes to any one of you. What feeling or impression does the unemployment figure of Velma Centrum give you about, about future prospects for our
9: use? Well, the unemployment is, of course, very high, not only for the youth, but for everybody here in uh, South Beach. East, South East. So we have this special program here in this part of the city, which is called, called South East Works, in Dutch South where the municipality, along with other people in the Southdale, are collaborating together to get people to work. And actually, uh, not only Clarence, but also Veronica is working, for us in order to do so. So it's very important that we try to explain how we are doing it because we are making progress in this issue. Okay, but before we go to that, uh, we want you to
2: uh, tell us uh, what are your intentions regarding the youth because you are not making us to understand that it's not only the youth who are unemployed but almost many people here in South East. Yes. And what do you think
9: could be the cause of this unemployment, sir? Well, there are many reasons for unemployment. Of course, there is the reason that uh, people have not sufficient diplomas and education. That's, of course, one major issue. Another issue is also uh, discrimination at the workplace. It's more difficult for people from the South East to obtain jobs. Uh, And third issue is also that people have many issues at home, which they have to address first before they can get to a job. Mm -hmm. So there are many different reasons, and you cannot really pinpoint out one reason. There are different reasons together. Mm -hmm. But I think, and we should try to work out of these issues and get a job for the people, because we have the experience now that people really want to work. Yes, I think
2: uh, I do not buy to the idea of the fact that you said maybe people do not have enough diploma. You know, because when I look at the migrant community here, uh, there are, from, from, for instance, from Nigeria, I know that uh, most Nigerians are graduates yes, who started yes. in their own country, that yes. they are here, and they have become a little bit like handicapped yes. because of the language barrier. bit. despite that, there are also companies, I believe, that may
9: want to uh, give it a trial. Yes, and they higher yeah, people. Yeah, but not, uh, also people with diplomas don't, do not always obtain jobs. You are right on that issue. Yeah, yeah. So but we have to try and to make the match between the people here looking for a work yeah. and the companies in Holland who are looking for workers. Okay, okay, okay. So that is why you have uh, Clarence and uh, Veronica. Yes, that's <laughs> so I think you should ask them how they are doing it. I'm gonna ask them and what kind of <laughs> results they are making. Yeah, there's one result I'm very proud of, and Clarence made made it yeah it was a 67 year old woman who wants to work wow and she obtained a job maybe you can clarence uh, talk a little bit more about tell that. us
1: a little bit clarence please yes 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 it is uh, uh, this woman yeah. she's a uh, uh, 67 years old um, uh, unemployed of course and she knocked on our doors yes. At southeast work like hey i'm looking for a job can somebody please help me yeah so we brought her in contact with one of the other uh, job hunters uh, kimberly and uh, she had to talk with her um, because of her age and uh, the fact that she is, uh, yeah, with pension, of course. The necessary to find a job was not that high, but she was really eager to work, right? Yes, yes. So, uh, we uh, had a company in mind for her to work as an uh, begeleider, yeah, you know. So, begeleider. Yeah, begeleider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. and she went on conversation and uh, she was so motivated, uh, you know that she got hired wow wow 67 <laughs> years old so we say for everybody in this society there is a possibility if you want to get a rich it up.
2: wow this is so those of you who are listening to this broadcast and you are in you sub remember the job hunters they are here ready <laughs> to give you a very good
9: experience in case you're looking for a job Make contact with ligamenti. Yes, yes. Can we can I mention the telephone number? Please do. Well it's zero six one eight five three six seven zero zero. So if you could put it on the ticket tape, zero six one eight five three. 6700. Zero, zero. Who calls this number? We. All right.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. So So uh, to, to, to which courses may we attribute the school dropouts, lack of motivation of these youths? Because we know there's a lot of uh, school dropouts as well in service.
10: Veronica? Uh-huh. Yes.
2: What do you have to say regarding this?
10: Um, It depends on what they want to do and which um, job they want to attend because sometimes uh, some job oh, how do you call it uh, why, do,
2: why, do they, why do they use drop out of
10: school mm-hmm. yeah sometimes I don't know lack of motivation or the thing because we know everything we don't want to listen to someone telling us so we yeah. just do our own thing yeah. and then later in life we'll regret it but Obviously. that is later in life Yes. But and also because like Sadly, most of African parents, they don't really talk to the kids so they don't really motivate the kids and most of us are afraid to talk to our parents, so yeah. that is it then we don't say anything at home, we just act like we're going to school and just hang around friends outside, so that is Mm. 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 Yes, because most African parents are very controlling yeah, So that's yeah, yeah. why the youth feel very scared to talk oh, to their parents yeah. So I think it's youth and parents need to sit down And you should ask your kid, like, how was your day? But in the African community, we don't really do that no. So, yeah, maybe we should start from yeah. that And work together to motivate our kids more and yeah. Really, so
2: you are making us understand that the reason why we have many droppers among the migrant community is is because our parents their parents don't really really give attention to
10: I'm not blaming the parents also it's also our own fault but sometimes we're just scared to talk to our parents because yeah. Really you know, Yeah. May I know were you scared to talk to your parents? You? Me when I was younger, yeah. I was.
1: Because and you, us? Um, I, I'm, I'm, um, um, yes, as well. In, in fact, yes, yes, absolutely, really. yes. Yeah. What were, what, what were you afraid about? Well. Uh, it, it is a taboo, you know. In some cultures, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. a taboo. I, I'm from Suriname, and also we also have our taboos. Yeah. We are afraid to to approach our our parents with, with with subjects that they might see as disrespectful or whatever. But we see it as, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, there are certain taboos, and when you grow up with those taboos, in when you get old, when you get older, then you will notify it. Oh, hey, I should have talked with my parents, but I did not, and that's why I'm here now. So yeah, exactly. We just realize it when you are
9: older, and that's 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 the too bad of those things but I think we should not give anybody up. So if people yeah. have made the, made the wrong uh, decisions in the past, you should try to work it out and to, so to get out of the, the, the issue they are dealing with.
2: Yeah, what you're saying is that the dropouts can still have... Yeah. There's always a, a way job, back. Yeah,
9: there's always a, a way second, back.
2: A second chance for them? Yes. Never uh, too late. Is it also in school? But so it could be school. Yes.
9: school. Or just yes. to go and take any type, of, any type of job they want? Now, well, it's, it's not any type of the job they want, but uh, schooling is possible. Uh, you you know everything about which kind of schools we uh, we uh, have, yes. yes, and uh, and of course there is also a lot of work at this moment because we're in a good uh, part of the economy at this moment. So if you want a uh, way out and you have realistic prospects about what you are able to do and what you want to do, we I think really we can help them. Well, and by me? We I mean them. Yeah yeah yeah.
2: So well, so so would you please look into the camera and tell yeah. us tell us honestly the, the the strategies the government wants to use to cop out this uh, this whole uh, reverse trend. Now basically basically
9: call our telephone number out, If you are a dropout or anybody else, basically call our number 0618536700 and just start talking with us, with our people, what are your problems in getting a job or getting an education and what can we do for you to get out of this issue. So easy. It's so easy, and we actually made a progress. We already uh, were able to, to, to help more than 200 people, and we have many hundreds still, yes. and uh, we are trying to uh, get more and more into connection with the communities so we can prove that we actually uh, say what we're doing. People have to see that it actually works, yeah. and I really hope that, uh, that you will give us the trust yeah, that we can make something and do something for you. Uh, We cannot help everybody, because any situation is is different, but we can help a lot of people. And even the conversation itself is very good. If you know what the possibilities are, you can discuss it with your family, with your friends, and see what kind of next step you want to make in your life. This is very, very interesting.
2: So, what you are saying is that this problem that has, like, uh, that, that was like ravaging that is making that look as if we don't have uh, a people who really want to become very useful. Uh, what you are saying to us is that uh, that problem is almost about to to become uh, uh, extinct.
9: No, but we are starting to work ab- on it, because there are, there are still a lot of problems here in Southeast, and especially the issue of unemployment is—it's really unnaturally high here in Southeast. We had discussed the causes, but we need to discuss now with each other how are we getting out of these problems. But we need to have the collaboration of the communities, of the people, and that's why we are here. Would to we, advocate would you be
2: for to tell us some ethnic groups that are more involved in this strength?
9: Well, basically everybody, white, black, everybody has the oh, same yeah. kind of disadvantages. Yes. So we are we are not talking about ethnic groups here. We are talking about young people, or sometimes older elderly people, who maybe have made the wrong decisions in the past, yes. and who wants to get out of the situation where they are actually in. And that's what we want to discuss about and ethnic things or ethnic groups yeah. we are not I'm interested, not interested in really no. yeah, we wow. think everybody can get a job if we want to, uh, if they want to because the economic situation now is very good in, in, in Nederland
2: give us that? ideas of some of the jobs that are valuable
1: it's up to them yes. <laughs> on this moment we have all kinds of jobs available let's start with uh, IT jobs for instance IT jobs Is uh, we have many jobs in that available it jobs, uh, technical jobs, healthcare jobs, clanton service, you know, working customer service, service, uh, 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 um, education, working in
9: a child take care or on a school. what kind of jobs now well, I want to add also we have also jobs for people who only speak English yeah. yes. so uh, yeah, if you us. don't speak Dutch we, we still have English. possibilities to to make uh, to yeah, find work us. for you
10: so. we have accounted I placed uh, a Nigerian guy last week yeah. for he wanted to do a uh, logistic yeah. I he went on the interview. The only problem was he was too over-educated, so the company was afraid. Like, <laughs> are we going to happy. pay him enough? Yeah, so, so he not be happy. yeah, and he decided like, no, I'm not gonna take it, because oh. that's also sometimes my problem. Because I have people in my caseload that are over. Mm. Educator, yeah. So it's kind of difficult. And yeah. so they don't want less than the education and
2: But as long as they I mean I mean they are unemployed, they want money, why can't they start
10: from I somewhere? Don't know, and I cannot well, force anyone yeah. 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 So and we are, our aim is to please them. So if they don't want it I cannot force you. Yeah. Then my job is to again go and look for something else for you. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, really? He was happy when he went to the interview but because he was too so was so there, was Richard, yeah so then we are starting again to I'm starting again to look for something else but now he's helping me I told him like maybe it's best for you to give me companies so then I can approach them for and then you. yeah for you and then send your CV and everything to them so like sometimes it's best if we help each other yeah. Then I was in a community of Nigerians uh, last week, and then uh, they were
2: saying something about data. I mean, what did I tell you? Data science. Yeah, they data science.
1: The way by data science. Yeah, they yeah. can be trained. Anybody can be trained to become. Do you have anything in that area? Mm-hmm. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Uh, uh, also in data science.
9: Really? Yes. Yeah. We have so this. Can you explain a little bit ab- about the type of education we have for people who wants to work in ICT?
1: Yes. So, uh, uh, for instance, if you if you uh, um have a a lower education in ICT, for instance MBO or whatever, or or you don't have a a job on this moment in that case, then we can uh, sign you up for better higher education, so you can follow a BBL education, so you have the education plus the job beside, and work yourself up until you get the, the finest job you would like
9: to in the future. That's good. Yes. Yeah, people really should try it. Because yeah. yeah, you have no in the Holland we say no is is already there, but maybe no turns into a yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But so how are you how are you publicising yourselves? Because I mean, if we didn't, if you didn't come here now, we wouldn't be hearing this and. You know, by Saturday, probably this broadcast will be on uh, Saturday, and uh, the whole Amsterdamers and beyond Amsterdam will not hear. They will get to know this. So yeah. what are you doing related really to publicize yourself? What?
1: Well, are you? Yeah, that's okay. So f- first of all, we are happy to be here, of course. Yeah, I'm and, happy to be yeah, here. Yeah. And uh, 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 besides that, we are doing... Uh, uh, VR, uh, uh, um, Connecting ourselves with many uh, 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 organizations yeah. uh, within Southeast to attract the people who really needs our help. So with the buurtkamers, uh, the buurthuizen, uh, with uh, the the companies who are there for the people, eh, Like uh, the the schuldhulpverlenings uh, companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we are there where the people needs us the the most. Wow, we really need you. This. Uh Um, They're
5: basically
2: us. Well,
3: I'm going to end this broadcast at this point So we can take the next few minutes to enjoy some music Before I say
6: bye-bye
3: Thank you so much, Pastor Helen Roof, for the interview We serve a living God. By the way, I want to say thank you for your company, and don't forget the protest 22nd of May, coming Saturday. Anthony, Complain from two o'clock. Let your voice be heard. We want no mega windmills me in our neighborhood. until next week, I want to say bye-bye and take care of yourselves. Love you.